This is Taj Washington, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Watch Nation, how are we doing? I am Cody Carpentier. You can find me on X at Cody Carpentier. And I'm back today with another 2024 wide receiver rookie spotlight. This time, the star or the, the sidekick, maybe some people might think, but he did lead the college football in touchdowns in 2023 with 17. Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU. His counterpart was, of course, Malik Neighbors at the at Louisiana State University. But first and foremost, I want to ask you guys to please click that like button. Please click subscribe as you come in here if you tapped in on YouTube. If you are tapped in on Twitter, just click that heart button. We appreciate you guys for coming in on here. If you are listening on podcast, of course, leave a five-star review, and we're going to keep on pumping out this content. I have planned to do three spotlights this week, three spotlights next week, and then we'll see what's going on from there. But again, we're three weeks out from the NFL Combine. We're getting hot. We're getting heavy. The receiving stuff is just about done. We're talking running backs. We're talking everything over here at Rosterwatch. Make sure you stay tapped in at Rosterwatch on every single social that is out there and that is available. Once again, thank you guys for always supporting over at Rosterwatch.com, becoming a pro or a premium member. Now, my rookie spotlight on Mr. Brian Thomas. It's it's a it's a big conversation because Malik Neighbors right now, there is people in the NFL circles talking about Malik Neighbors as, you know, we might have him number one over Marvin Harrison. You heard that buzz at the senior bowl down there in Mobile. Now, of course, Marvin Harrison's a Greek god, but Brian Thomas played with Malik Neighbors, and Brian Thomas is also getting a lot of conversation in the top five, sometimes as that number three wide receiver for some people uh, on the old Twitter, on the old X app. Brian Thomas, let's break him down here. Six foot four, 205 pounds. Those are unverified numbers for Brian Thomas, a long receiver. He's 21 and a half years old. We got him as an October birthday. And my personal projection for him is something like a Justin Hunter. I think when you're looking at a fantasy output, you're looking at a Christian Watson type of a rookie season. Christian Watson finished at wide receiver 41 during his rookie season just a few seasons ago. Martavis Bryant with the Pittsburgh Steelers had similar upside downfield. You kind of can build the archetype that I'm feeling right here. And and Justin Hunter uh, from the University of Tennessee was a guy that really came to mind when I'm watching Brian Thomas's tape. And no, it's not just the number. It's just go turn on that Justin Hunter tape uh, at Tennessee and you'll see why I say that he's this Brian Thomas is a legit weapon when you're talking about downfield threats and what he can do, uh, you know, 20 plus yards down the field. But I think that's kind of where it stops for me. Brian Thomas is a very good athlete downfield. He's got very long legs, very long levers. 10 of his 17 touchdowns were 25 plus yards downfield. Now, a lot of that did come over the course of the last season. In 2021, he had 359 receiving yards, 361 in 2022. Jaden Daniels and Brian Kelly, head coach Brian Kelly, came in 2022 to LSU. In 2023, it started to tick. Yards per reception, 11.6 to 17.3. The A dot jumped from 10 to 13.9. They started to realize how to utilize Brian Thomas. The one thing that directly scares me 
with this situation translating to the NFL is that he's not as efficient as a Christian Watson is. Under, and Christian Watson by no means is the most efficient player underneath uh, with this six foot four, 205 pound frame. With the, uh, I'm projecting about a 448 40 yard dash. I could see him going up to about a 444, but 448 40 yard dash. He's not as efficient on those underneath routes. He's not going to win as much underneath routes. And that's what scares the transition of Brian Thomas to the NFL for me. I currently have him as a second-round grade. He did not, like I said, break out until this season at age 21. I think he separates at the catch point with late hands. His contortion ability is is up there with some of the best of them. He also has the length um, to kind of create that. Con- what I say contortion ability is kind of the catch radius, right? That's really what that is. And the famous thing is when you see them in the corner of the end zone and the balls maybe back here and he's going this way and he comes all the way around and catches that football. That's kind of what I call contortion ability. I think Brian Thomas brings that to the table. Um, I think he has the ability to put his foot in the ground, turn up field, pull away from defenders. His, his length throughout his legs is really what that is. He's not a quick, bursty, agile player, but he does have the length and the acceleration. Um, I definitely wouldn't say of a Tesla, but I would say of it's, it's solid. It's solid. And he's not a yak player. He's not a tackle breaker. He might break the first tackle, but it's not going to break the second one. Really what he is is if he's even, he's leaving. That's what he is. He's got the long strides. He's a good manipulator early on in routes. I think he can get a cornerback a little slipping. He lined up a couple times against Kool-Aid McKinstry, Terry and Arnold against Alabama, and they gave him five. They gave him six. They gave him seven yards at the line of scrimmage, and that was respect, and that was what a lot of defensive coordinators gave Brian Thomas in college, especially in 2023, playing with Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner, and playing at LSU, a team that scored what felt like 45, 50, 60 points every single week. They had to respect him, and that's one thing that, Having a Malik Neighbors on their side does help. Having Jaden Daniels does help. But also, you have to respect what Brian Thomas is. He's a very good athlete, but I, I don't want to corner him and say he's one-dimensional. I don't think he's one-dimensional. I just think there, there's work that needs to be done uh, to address his route tree where he succeeds a lot downfield. But can you just say, yep, yeah, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be what, again, you can't say he's going to be what Randy Moss was. Randy Moss won a lot downfield, but Randy Moss could take a slant to the house. Randy Moss uh, could take a, a, a quick out, a quick bubble screen and do things with it where his speed was at a different level and his playmaking ability was at a different level. Brian Thomas, uh, I don't want to, like I said, corner, but it's like it feels like a little bit of a Martavis Bryant, feels like a little bit of a Justin Hunter where that downfield stuff is going to be where he wins a lot. And what I come away with in that situation and projecting that to the NFL is you're going to need it to be uh, on a team that is willing to – play a brand of football that's going to not game plan to give him the ball but game plan to utilize him more than once a game you can't have him go out there and just run a bunch of fly routes and the defense is just going to say well he i mean if we just stick with him or we just have a safety on that side they're not going to throw the football to him like you need to have a potent offense with a quarterback that's able to get that ball downfield 20 plus yards downfield willing to push that football and like I said, have things in the game plan to push the ball to Brian Thomas. You can't have him on a uninspired offense with a offensive coordinator that's unwilling to put the ball in a certain guy's hands in a certain situation, a la 2022. Think of Arthur Smith. Think of having Desmond Rear quarterback. That's a situation that you're probably not going to – again, that situation doesn't exist anymore because Arthur Smith doesn't have the job. But that's a situation where 
I would not want to see Brian Thomas land in the NFL. So that's where I come around on him. I think he's a really good receiver. Do I think that the first-round conversations are warranted right now in the NFL draft? Sort of. Sort of. I, I understand it. But again, I think it has to be a certain offense. It has to work. 2023, he had 24% of the team's receptions, 27% of the team's receiving yards, 39% of the team's touchdowns. Again, led the college football in touchdowns last year. He was a four-star prospect in 2021. Basically, I think Brian Thomas is going to be a good receiver if in a good offense. For fantasy football, he's going to be scary. Like I said, you have the upside and the ability to be a Christian Watson, but what comes with Christian Watson is six-point weeks, eight-point weeks as well. You're going to get many opportunities. I think his head is on his shoulders well, so that kind of takes out the Martavis Bryant conversation. It's the type of player when I bring up Martavis Bryant. He's going to be a very volatile play style for college football. Sorry, for, for college football. For fantasy football, he's going to be very volatile. I think he can contribute to league-winning games, but he also has the ability to nuke your lineup any given week. Brian Thomas is a very good receiver, but for me, he's going to be outside my top five, probably a little bit closer to number 10. My name is Cody Carpentier, and I appreciate you guys for tuning in to my rookie spotlight on Mr. Brian Thomas, the wide receiver from LSU. Make sure you click that subscribe button and stay tuned in at Roster Watch as we'll be breaking down more and more prospects as the NFL Combine gets closer and as the NFL Draft draws near. We appreciate you guys. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Hey, Roster Watch Nation. It's your friend over Trash Man. Back with another rookie spotlight. Today I'm going to be talking about Taj Washington receiver out of USC. Um, kind of a small guy, 5'10", 175 pounds. Um, slightly built is what I would say about Washington. Although he plays bigger than he is, you know, he's willing to sacrifice his body for the play, for the ball. He stretches himself out, lays himself out. He's able to bring in catches that you know, would be hard for receivers who are bigger than him, have more range than him um, to bring in. He's just got a lot of drive. Um, he's an explosive player um, off the line on uh, an open space. He's very creative in the open field. He's able to um, – he's an evasive player. Um, he's not – he doesn't have track star speed. He's fast, but he doesn't have track star speed. He's, he's not as – Quick, quick twitch is some of these, you know, smaller receivers um, coming to the draft are, but he's smart. He knows how to get open. Um, he knows how to separate. Um, he knows how to stretch, um, stretches to stretch plays out. Um, more on Washington. He's got reliable hands. Um, which is something that a player, again, of his smaller size has to have if you really want to be able to compete at the next level. You know, his last year at USC, over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, um, averaging over 18 and a half yards per reception. So, you know, he's able to break open big plays. He doesn't quite have the strength. And this is his biggest knock. He doesn't have the strength to break tackles very easily. He doesn't have the strength to uh, fight off the press very well. He's, he's not, he doesn't profile to be an outside receiver at the next level. 
Um, so he just doesn't quite have the speed to mitigate um, that lack of strength. But I think as a slot receiver, um, he can be excellent. You know, he's very versatile. He's, he was able to play inside and outside in college. And he was also, um, he was also a ball carrier at times. And he had varying levels of success in all of those um, areas of the field. Um, like I said, he's just got a lot of dog in him. Um, he's an explosive player. Um, and he's able to change his tempo, you know, in his route running um, to deceive defenders, to get open against defenders. As a blocker, he's willing, but he's not as effective as he would probably like himself to be or anyone would like um, outside receiver to be, potentially. As far as his fantasy prospects go, I think he'll slide under the radar in the draft. I think he'll find a home. I think he'll be a late-round guy, not an undrafted free agent. He just doesn't have the elite athleticism of you know other receivers of his stature and ilk but like i said he's smart he's savvy he knows how to get open i wouldn't be surprised if he sneaks onto a roster and works his way into an every down role um in the slot and should he get there i think he'd be a pretty consistent fantasy contributor like he was at usc you can use him in a lot of different places i think he's got the acumen to develop into a really nice player and football and football, if not fantasy football, you know, I think it'll depend a lot on where he lands as to whether he becomes a fantasy asset. You know, one of the players I can play compared to is Darnell Moody, a guy who was like late fifth round pick, um, but just landed on a team that was wide receiver needy and he fit the bill. I think Washington can be a lot like Moody in that respect. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.